Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Welcome back to the Coach Steve Show. That uh, intro you just heard will be a part of the new segment of the podcast. I want to do All Things Dead. It's going to be a new segment. So we have the normal podcast where we just have conversations with different people. So far it's been coaches. Then you're going to have the talking sports segment every Sunday with me, Brad Miller, and Coach West where we just recap the week of sports due to our schedules, but we go live every Sunday. Then we have the Geek Corner with Logan Lee. That's another uh segment where we talk about all things entertainment so far it's been a lot of wandavision a lot of marvel we've talked mandalorian things like that uh and then this new segment is going to be all things dead which is going to be just collaboration of um the walking dead universe so it's going to be you know the og the walking dead there's fear the walking dead and then there's walking dead the world beyond and then before covid covid's kind of um slowed things down a little bit there was going to be the Rick Grimes movies, who was the main character from The Walking Dead. Then there's going to be spinoffs later on, but you know those those will come later. This is just a new segment. I love The Walking Dead. It's one of my favorite shows. You have The Talking Dead after the show every Sunday when it comes on. And I know there's other podcasts out there. There's other reports. And I've always just wanted to come on collaborate about The Walking Dead. Um, it's a huge universe that they're tapping into, and it's been going on for a long time. So this is just going to be kind of like a preview episode uh but i appreciate everybody listening please like subscribe share it out it helps grow the podcast so this one's going to be all things dead so i have my normal intro i have the geek corner with logan lee intro and then i have this one uh to just kind of say it's all things dead uh so yeah I've been, the walking dead is is huge um even as huge as it is i don't know as a lot of people that watch i've asked and they're like ah, i don't even know if i watch it because it's been going on for a long time. Uh, before COVID happened, we were, were all on season 10 of The Walking Dead. Um, all but the first season, um, they have 16 episodes of each season. The first season had five or six, I think. But, you know, that's just trying to get it off the ground. So that your first season always has a little bit less episodes. But besides that, each season has 16 episodes, about 45 minutes to an hour long. They usually come out, the first eight come out around October, and they go through November, 
and then you they go on a hiatus and it comes back around February and they release the other eight episodes are on AMC on TV. So when they do release them, it's every Sunday at eight o'clock central time, my time. It's just a great show. And I know some people are, <coughs> excuse me, are a little bit tired of it because it's gone on for so long. You know, TV shows, you know, just to go on for 10 seasons says a lot, but um, I know some people who have tried to watch it say it might have been gone on too long, the storyline, this storyline, that. So, um, but anyway, so it's on season 10. And so before COVID, um, that's what we were on. And then we were getting to the uh, season finale. They had filmed it. They just hadn't clipped it, put it together, <coughs> excuse me, and put the music and all that to it. So it was delayed for a while until they were able to get people back in the studio and they were able to finish it. So then we got it later on after March uh, when everything shut down. Um, And then I think COVID kind of ramped things up, kind of changed the landscape a little bit because before that, like I said, there was a bunch of things going on. So now they've decided to, to, the way the storyline's going to go, they said, okay, we've done our 16 episodes for season 10. So there's usually 10A, 10B, you know, 9A, 9B, and so on. They decided to do a 10C. So February uh, 28th, we will be getting six extra episodes for The Walking Dead. So it's like season 10C. They're going to put it in the season 10 with the storyline. And then there's going to be a season 11. It's gotten approved. I want to say it's 22 or 23 four episodes and it's that's supposed to be the last season of like the OG the walking dead then fear the walking dead is on season six they've just done six a six b will be coming out march or april i believe somewhere in there and then you have this new one it's the walking dead the world beyond it came out last um spring summer I think it was five, eight episodes, somewhere in there. I think it's only for two seasons. That will be coming out later on as well. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of what's happening right now. They're supposed to be filming Rick Grimes movies. Rick Grimes is played by Andrew Lincoln. He is the main character up until uh, season nine, episode five. That was when he made his exit out of The Walking Dead. But they're opening up the world where there's supposed to be these three Rick Grimes movies Netflix or theater, they're supposed to be big, supposed to be released, and then COVID happened all over the world, shut things down. <clears throat> I know they wrote it, and they're ready to film, it's just a lot of things have happened, I don't even know if they're filming yet, or if they are, they haven't gotten very far. And The Walking Dead World Beyond is supposed to feed into those movies, like, you know, he kind of, you know, this is all spoilers too, I gotta say that, spoilers, if you have never watched it. Future spoilers, because after each, when they come back, I will be doing a review of the episode, my thoughts, we're looking at the future, and all that stuff, kind of like me and Logan have been doing with WandaVision, but I'm going to try to do it every week. Uh, So, if you've never heard of The Walking Dead, you're interested, or you've tried to watch it, and thought about going back to watch it, um, you should. Uh, Background of The Walking Dead, it is a comic book by Robert Kirkman, it's a graphic novel, I have, I've only read a couple of them. Um, after a while, they'll come out instead of just a little magazine with just a few pages. If you wait, you might get like 10 volumes in one. It's, you know, it's one of those thick comic books. And I've read two of them. But I never found The Walking Dead through the comic books. It was after it was on TV. Uh, very good show. It's uh, about the apocalypse and zombies. 
but it's not your typical like you have your zombie movies where the zombies are like superhuman and they can run upstairs and they're super fast uh anyone who plays call of duty they're not like those zombies um <clears throat> so spoilers i'll do a quick recap from one to ten kind of it's based off a comic book from robert kirkman but and the show does take a lot from the comic books but there's also a ton that is on their own there's a ton of storyline that they give to other people they come up with their own storyline um one of my favorite characters is uh played by norman reedus uh daryl he plays daryl in the in the show that's not even a character in the comic book um in the comic book there's characters that have died off but they're still alive in the show and vice versa They've given storylines to other people. They've done some of the same storyline. So in a way, if you've read the comic book and know you, you're prepared for what's going on, maybe you kind of know what's going on, but you never know when it's going to happen. You don't know who's going to get what storyline. So that's been the great thing that they've been able to do and use different storylines to other people. They're able to make up their own characters. They're able to keep different characters alive or write them off or get rid of them as they please. So they're able to do those type of things. Uh, so I think you, people need to watch it. Um, like I said, there's 10 seasons. So basically it's about the zombie apocalypse. It's about, I'm going to go by the TV show, not fully the comic book because never read the comic book besides later on. Um, his name is Rick Grimes and the TV show is played by Andrew Lincoln, who's a phenomenal actor and he's a police officer in town in Georgia he and his partner go out on a call. Um, and once they go out on the call, uh, he gets shot. He basically goes into a coma. He's in the hospital and then he wakes up and he notices something just isn't quite right and goes out and notices there was a lot of struggle. There's a lot of destruction. Goes out, sees a lot of dead bodies, and then he's out and about and sees like a zombie and he's freaked out and and it's basically based on a world um, that's never really seen zombie movies. They've kind of said that, like they really kind of don't know what this is. Or if they have, they, they're they like, oh my gosh, what is this? And they call them the walkers, um, biters, walkers. But mainly throughout the show and the years, it's been called walkers. They're the zombies. And so Rick has to go out and try to find his family. Um, he wants to know if they've become that. Um you know, they kind of don't know how this apocalypse started. And so he has to go out and try to find his family. He tries to find his friends. He's trying to figure it out there in Georgia. And basically from seasons one to season 10B, it tries to go through the comic book. And you're trying to go through different phases of the apocalypse. So like when it first happens, you're like, okay, we have the apocalypse. Where do we go? Um, they always have rumors about where people are. Are they in the city? Are they outside the city? Um, I know in the first season they... they Say, let's try to go to the CDC, see if we're safe, let's see what's going on. They come to find out in season one, but you don't find out till season two. So they're just basically going through that phase of like, okay, this is apocalypse. How do we figure this out? How do we make sense of this? Where do we go? How do we stay safe? Um, then season two, they, they meet a lot of new characters. They end up on a farm with a lot of characters who become big time characters. And one or two are still around in season 10. And you just go through all the phases, you know, once you accepted the fact there's an apocalypse, how do you survive? What kind of skills do you develop? And then the next phase is when you try to trust people in a group 
who's going to be the leader, who's going to try to make those tough choices. And it basically comes down to Andrew Lincoln's character, Rick Grimes, and Shane, that's the character in there, um, same actor who plays in The Punisher. They butt heads about decision-making, how do they handle this, how do they handle this. So you go through that phase, and then you go through a phase of they run into people, um, and then those people want to try to shoot each other. Like, you go through that phase, uh, and you just go through a lot of those phases, and then it comes to, okay, well, now you got this, there was this herd of walkers that comes through where they were staying at, thousands of them. You got to deal with that. Then after that, you're you're back up to square one. Uh, you try to go through all that. They find a place to live. They find this prison. They try to live there. Then you throughout the, yeah, I know I'm very, this is 2% of what happens. You got to go through death. Um, Rick finds his wife and his child and his kid. His wife becomes pregnant. And then she gives a born, she births a baby, but then she doesn't survive the pregnancy or the birth. So now you have a kid born in the apocalypse. You have to go through. This. So it's literally, we're going step by step through what could happen in the apocalypse. You find They find this prison. They try to get rid of all the walkers there. Try to see if they can make it a home. And they go through a lot of trials and tribulations. And then they come across um, another group. And this leader um, is very corrupt. He wants to just take things and for himself. So now you have to deal with a different leader trying to take what's yours or they trick people. He has not quite an army, but has a couple guys that were army, have guns and resources. So now you have to, you know, decide like now it's, you know, it's always well, so far season two, you're, you're kind of battling against each other. Now you're battling against someone else. And throughout all this, you still have the dead. You still have these walkers. And throughout these seasons, from a doctor at the CDC, they come to find out that everybody is infected. And it's strange talking about this with COVID, you know, but they have this strain or this thing inside of them. And then when you die, so if you kill somebody, you just shoot them and they die. They come back as the zombie or the walker. So, and the only way you can kill them is stab or shot or big blow to the head. So everybody in the world has this, you know, flu, not, I don't you know, it's not even a flu, you don't get sick. Um, you have this disease or whatever, everybody has it from breathing or something. They have never, throughout these seasons, we don't know what happened or how that's happened. But everybody has it. So if you, you die, you come back alive as the zombie. And they can smell human flesh. And that's what they go for. And um, sounds attract them. So you have to be very quiet. They can kind of smell you if you're close. But sound is really the big thing. They can travel and herd because they can hear that sound. So they kind of gravitate towards each other. Um, they, they can't climb upstairs. So, you know, high ground helps. Um, they're not at that fast. So you, you can actually, there's an episode where they... They probably stay a football length, football field length away, and they're just walking, and they're still keeping ahead of the walkers because um, they kind of don't know where to go. There's thousands of them. They can't fight them. There's only probably 10 or 15 of them of humans, and so they don't know. So that's how these zombies work. Everybody has the infection. They don't know how or why, but they have it, and it's just the world they live in, and... You know, everything fell apart. It's not just the United States. It's all over the world. 
um, but you kind of don't know. So now it's become you're trying to establish a place. You probably need a place with walls because you don't want a herd walking through. We saw that in season two where this herd walked through the farm they're living at. They're in the middle of nowhere. Well, then thousands of walkers show up. And so then the third season, they find this prison. There's these fencing around it. They could build this door. They could build things around it to keep them safe. They got two levels of this fencing to keep them out. And anytime one comes by, they go up and kill it so it's not attracting by hitting the fence or anything like that. Then now you got to deal with a different community that does not want to work with you. They want to take what you have and pretty much go to battle and go to war with you. And now you've got to battle that part of the apocalypse. Um, and like I said, throughout this, they've lost people along the way. They've lost their, their friend. They've become friends. It becomes who can you trust. You, you know, you've got to figure out how you're going to feed each other. Do you start a farm? Do you just become a vegetarian? And you got to grow crops and all that. So it becomes all this stuff. And as we move along through seasons four and five, you know, season four, they try to establish the prison. Well, now you're into another part of there was this flu that came about. It's kind of like it's strange to talk about kind of like COVID. Something happens where this the sickness comes through, whether it was they had these pigs, they had these animals. Could it be coming from there? Did one of them get sick to eat this stuff? Did they bring this flu like disease? Are we talking about the bird flu? And it's slowly, if people get that, they start to die. And then when they die in their sleep, they wake up as the zombie and they can eat people while they're asleep. Like, it's just this, every step you could think of through an apocalypse. Medicine is very scarce. You have to go find it. There's nobody making the medicine. The, the grocery store is not a thing. There's no power. There's no cell phones. These cars still have gas. That's probably the only unrealistic thing. The biggest unrealistic thing besides zombies is that these cars still have gas, and you can still do that for a long time. Gas doesn't last that long. Um, and then it comes to where somebody uh, destroys and ruins their prison because these people come, they want to take it, and it destroys where they live. Now they're spread apart. Now you got to figure out this group just kind of stays together. Um, these main characters kind of stay together as a group. Then they're back to square one. Where do they go? They lost their prison. They lost their home. They lost their resources. Where do they go? Then they kind of live on the street. They kind of live on the road. They kind of live out in the woods and on the road. They're trying to figure things out through seasons four and five. And that's where it gets kind of dark. You you come across people that, and you become animalish. You you become somebody that doesn't trust people. If they do anything to you, you kill them. Like it, it turns into this. Then people try to bring you into their community. You don't trust them. You think they're soft. They don't know what the world's like. Uh, so you go through that. You try to teach them how the world really is. Um, they find this community. Um, they're in Georgia. They've moved now up to Virginia. This place called Alexandria in Virginia. And as this wall has houses. You could tell they never have really seen or adapted to the apocalypse. Never even seen zombies or these walkers. And Rick Grimes and his group comes in. They've been living on the road for probably a month or so. You know, they've, they've, they, and then another part is during their travels, they come across the community that were cannibals. They brought people in. If they thought they were good enough for them, they kept them. If they didn't think they contributed to their community, they killed them. And became, it was like a slaughterhouse for cows. It was used for people. So Robert Kirkman was very smart. In his comic book, going through like each stages of the apocalypse of what you could go through, the TV show brings it to life. So, so far you've gone through the apocalypse and you've got to accept it. You have this group of people. Who can you trust? How do you work together and try to figure this out? 
try to figure out a safe place to live. And, and then you battle each other. And then it turns into you're battling other people for what you, they think what's theirs. And you try to protect what's yours and go through battles with them. Then you got to live on the road with nothing. Like no water, no food. Where do you go? You don't have a car. You don't have a horse. Things like that. And then you go through like what's the next phase when you can't find food. There's people that are cannibals. So you go through that. Um, while in all, battling all this, you're also battling the walkers and the zombies out there where you can only kill them if you hit them in the head. You can't let them scratch you because you get infected. You can't let them bite you because you get infected. And that's where they, that will kill you. Um, if they scratch you, bite you, you will slowly build up this fever. You know, your body will just, just basically shutting down and you'll eventually die. And then you become a zombie or a walker. So while all this stuff's going on that you would think in Apocalypse, you are also battling the dead. Again, I can't stress enough how short and simple this review is of the whole... There's 10 seasons. If I would have done a podcast a long time ago, it would have been a lot easier. So you, you go through all that, and then they're living in this place called Alexandria. Um, they go there's, Like I said, there's a lot of stuff that happened between them. They've... They've lost people. People have gotten lost, but then they've found their way back to each other. Um, all this stuff. Where and, and it's very good. Season one, you know, is a, it's typical season one. is trying to get their feet wet and off the ground. Season two is really good, but the only downfall to it was they're just kind of in one place. They stay at this farm and they're trying to do a couple things. It doesn't really leave, but it, that's where it's really starting to get good. Season 3 becomes very good because they're kind of on the road. Then they battle people. It's really good. Seasons 4 and 5 are probably the best. Seasons 4, 5, and 6 in there. They're probably the best at the time. Seasons 9 and 10 it gave them are giving them a run for their money. But that's where it was best. It was where it was dark. Um, that's where they really have like, this is the apocalypse. We're going to kill people. We're going to take what's ours. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. It becomes very dark of what you think of an apocalypse. It's very, very good. Great acting. Uh, you know, opens up a lot of doors to different things, opens up this world. You know, they when they go to Virginia and they have this Alexandria group. And so once they establish that this Alexandria group, they slowly find out that there's this other group that, well, they find some people and it opens up to where they find this place um, called the Hilltop. It's another community that has houses, has this big walls built around it to keep the zombies out. Come to find out this place needs help because they said there's this this group called the Saviors um, led by somebody named Negan. And so Rick and his group said, hey, we will take out this because they're still thinking of this animal primal mind state of like, we're going to go kill this other group. If you at the hilltop help us at Alexandria where you can trade goods and can help each other, we'll go take out this other group who this group would come and take half of their stuff. So if they grow... I don't know, if they pull 30 ears of corn, 15 goes to the savior group. That's kind of what it was. So Rick and this group go to this place. They kill everyone there. One of them says, I'm Negan. They kill him. They say, okay, we killed Negan. They go back to Hilltop. It's all good. Um, Some of their people go missing uh, because it just a lot happens. And so basically Rick and his group says, we're going to go find our guys. While they're out, they see this big group messing with them and they're the saviors so they're like is this group bigger than what we thought and 
Hey everybody, as you know, the Coach Steve Show is brought to you by the Unhinged Sports Network. And in case you've missed it, they've recently par- partnered with FUBU TV. Now, what is FUBU TV? FUBU TV brings you 100 plus channels, including NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, ESPN, and more without the hassle of a cable contract. It is 2020, it's time to cut the cord. If you don't believe me, please click the link in the episode description or on the social media profile, and you can get a seven-day free trial. So please, again, go click on the link for FUBU TV in the episode description or in the social media profile. Get a seven-day free trial to support the Coach Steve Show podcast as well as the Unhinged Sports Network. I've ever seen he's really brought a lot to the show. Season six, these are all spoilers at the end. He has them line up in this line. It's It's... If you don't know The Walking Dead or not watch it, you have seen the picture of Jeffrey D. Morgan standing there with a barbed wire bat with everybody on their knees in this line staring at them. And he says, you know, you've killed a lot of my men. You took out one of my outposts. So it's like he has an army. They have outposts. And he says, "You, one of you have to pay. And he wants to keep them all alive because he wants half of their stuff. But he's got to make a point. The end of this, the, the episode of season six, it shows him beating somebody, but you don't know who it is. Well, he was on that cliffhanger for months because if it's done around March, it doesn't come back to October. Then season, this is where people kind of fell off. Season seven, seven and eight, the timeline of seven and eight is probably a month tops, tops. So season seven and season eight only last two to four weeks of like the time in the show. And that's where people kind of fell off. The storyline was very slow. It didn't open up a lot. It was just very stagnant. It was the same thing over and over. Um, you know, a week or two goes by in the, in the, in the Walking Dead world. Not for us. Us, it was months. Um, but Jeffrey Dean Morgan comes in. He quickly stabs himself as Negan. He's a big character in the comic book for a while. One of the main characters, but he's like the quote-unquote villain. And great acting. Really portrays Negan very well. Uh has this group and so now you're another part of the apocalypse where you're battling somebody again that's going to take your stuff but he's very powerful how do you stop him his group takes half of their stuff now they have to go scavenge and grow things to give to them go out and find resources because they every week they'll show up and want things and if they don't get it they will kill somebody so now instead of just I've talked to people who've watched it like, yeah, you know, it just goes on too long. <clears throat> or I only made it to season six, and I try to tell them season six is, is phenomenal. Or they get to season seven and eight, and they just kind of fell off. I don't blame them. I wasn't the biggest fan of them. The only thing I liked about seven and eight was that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was there. Um, Essentially, uh, Rick Grimes, played by, played by Andrew Lincoln, beats Negan, who's played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And this is where iconic comic book things come to life. It looked like he was going to kill Negan kind of in the comic book. They keep him as a prisoner. They lock him up and say, you're going to stay in this prison cell for the rest of your life as a symbol. That's your way of doing things. Threatening to kill people and taking what you want doesn't work. We're going to work together. Then it gets into season nine. Um, The big writer for seven and eight becomes like the head chief guy. He's just kind of in control of everything, but he's not writing it anymore. We get a new writer, Angela King. She comes in and takes over and just writes phenomenal. Seasons 9 and 10 have been phenomenal. Season 10, I think, is... 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I don't know. It's been kind of better than season nine, but season nine had to make up for seven and eight. Um, Andrew Lincoln, who's the main character, it was reported that he wanted to leave, but then they kind of wanted to keep, he was leaving for a bigger thing for these Rick Grimes movies. He kind of wanted to break. He, Andrew Lincoln is from Europe, uh, England or London, well, London, I think, uh, or the UK. So when he, he works here and then he goes home for a while and then he comes back here and works he wanted time to be at home. He's been doing this for, you know, eight, nine years. Some of the storyline that happened in 7, 8 kind of turned him off. But then he's like, okay, if I go home, I can turn my focus to, like, these Walking Dead movies and, and do all that. Um, so he he's in the first five episodes of Season 9. See, the episode five of Season 9 is probably, hands down, top two best episodes there has been. His last episode with the TV show, as we, as far as we know, he may come back in 11. I have no idea, but it's one of the best. So if you get into The Walking Dead, I'm telling you, Season 9, Episode 5 is probably the best episode they've made. Um, it keeps you on the edge of your seat. It's very close. It's good closure. Uh, again, spoilers. Uh, and so then it opens up, okay, you've gone through this apocalypse. Then after he... There's a couple time jumps. The only time they kind of tell you the time jump is in season and seven and eight. You kind of know. And then they tell you they take about eight months, maybe. I can't remember if it's eight months to a year or somewhere in there. Time jump between the end of eight going into season nine. Season nine, episode five, between episode five and episode six, they take a six year time jump and they tell you it's six years. And then throughout season nine, you find out kind of the gaps. In between those six years, a couple of things that have happened. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan kind of fades off his character in season nine because seven and eight were based on him because he's like the quote unquote bad guy, I guess. He kind of fades off a little bit in season nine because now they're focusing on a different thing. So that's like, okay, Robert Kirkman, who wrote the comics, and this is what they're going by. What else can you do in the apocalypse? And then there's this, there's this group that comes along, um, played by, or they're called the Whisperers. What they do is, and I apologize, the episodes will get better. Earlier in the Walking Dead universe, you find out that if you smell like the dead, the dead will leave you alone. So they found out if you kill a walker, cut it open, take the skin or take the guts and rub it on you, you smell like the dead, and so the walkers walk right by you. Here at the Coach Steve Show podcast, we're very excited for our new sponsor for the show, the Launchpad Kickoff Tea. Pretty exciting that they wanted to sponsor the podcast and very um, excited for the opportunity to be sponsored by them. Um, the Launchpad Kickoff Tea is a very unique kickoff tea. It's, there's nothing like it. It is created so that way you can place the football however you want it. You want it to stand up higher, it can stand up higher. If you want it you know, to make it down lower to make the football be kicked off and go farther, it can do that. You want to place it to the side. You want it to stand straight up however you want. You could put it upside down if that's a thing. 
however you want, the Launchpad Kickoff Tee can let you do that. So if you're a coach and you have a younger guy or a developing kicker who is not reaching the end zone at all times, this is the perfect kickoff tee for you. The reason is that it gives a coach a strategic options on squibs and onside kicks that were never available before. This kickoff tee is legal for the NCAA use and for all high schools at the National Federation High School Association. The Launchpad kickoff tee, it is a game changer, guys. Having one here is a complete game changer. Check out the videos that they've posted. It's, it's amazing stuff to see what the kickers can do once they get this and get the kicking down and use this tee. So for now, what I need you to do, if you're interested in looking at it and going to buy one, please go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS. And when you buy the one tee, use the code CSS to get 10% off. But also there are other options using the same link. If you want to buy two, you can get 25% off. If you think you need more and want to go buy the four pack option, you can buy three and get one of them for free. So go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS and use the code CSS and go get this game-changing kickoff tee for all you kickers and you coaches today. Believe that they're a leader. They go by the old school. They live in the woods. They live among the woods, the animals, the dead. The, the leader, Alpha, as she calls herself Alpha, because, you know, there's Alpha, I'm the Alpha. She believes that she's gone through things during this apocalypse. Basically, it's a group that believes that this is what God and the world is kind of evolving to. Like they said, oh, we evolved from the Ice Age. We evolved from monkeys. We were cavemen. There was dinosaurs, all that stuff. This is just the next phase of life. We're supposed to live among the dead. We're not supposed to fight. They're supposed to be about it. So they will kill the the the. We I call them whist- or, uh, walkers. They'll kill the walkers, and they will cut off their face skin, and make a mask out of it because they can walk through them and kind of whisper to get them to move a certain way. They, the, the 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 dead doesn't know because they're whispering. Now if they were talking like I am, they would figure it out. So they're called the whisperers. They wear the skin of the dead and walk among them. They live in the woods. They don't believe in what the world used to be. Our group, if you watch who out, are trying to get that. They're trying to go have some structure of society that they used to have, kind of like what we live in now. Obviously, they don't have the computer technology stuff. They're starting from scratch. They got to live. You know, they got they figure out solar panels. They're, they're figuring out a couple things, but they don't have a lot of the stuff that we have now. So then they, they, they cross paths with our group. And so season nine, like the second half, really gets into the whisperers and how they, this, this big collision is going to happen. In the comic books, it's called the Whisperer War. So season nine builds through all of that of why this is going to happen. And then season 10 is about the war, I guess, or about them battling each other. Our group versus the whisperers role as Negan and uh this is where they kind of go off the comic a little bit for certain things but like in season 10 you know Negan gets let out of jail Negan kind of is going through a redemption phase where he's becoming a better person he's not killing he's been in that jail cell he 
in season nine, they had to move um, because they're, they had, I can't really remember the reason. I think they were in one place. They had to move to another because there was a snowstorm that came through. They really had to move their communities um, to a safer spot for the storm. Negan was a part of that. They couldn't leave him behind. Um, Rick Grimes' child that was born way back in season three has grown up a little bit. She's probably a teenager, if not younger. Her and Negan have built this bond for some reason. Somehow, she wanders off in the storm. He goes out and saves her. He he gets this trust a little bit. So, he lives in the jail cell. He's watching, go out and help do certain things in the community to help. But he's being watched. You know, he doesn't just like, oh, just leave whenever you want. No, they put him back in, lock it up. They unlock it, let him out so he can go do different things. So, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character is building this redemption thing through seasons 9 and basically 10. Season 10 is basically this versus the Whisperers. Negan gets let out. He goes and lives among the Whisperers to try to kill Alpha. But, you don't, like I said, it's all this you don't realize until later on. But he lives among them. Um, kills Alpha, the leader. And then they have to battle Beta, who is in second in command. Um, played by Ryan Hurst. You know, everybody that knows Ryan Hurst. Played football player remember the titans he played opie and uh sons of anarchy he's been a lot of other things he was the perfect cast member for beta beta is right hand to alpha uh like i said i'm leaving out a lot of detail some of them i'm gonna re- say just thinking about it so now they have to battle this and so how it ends is they the, our group is putting put an end to the whispers they won during this time, part of, one of our people in our group, Eugene Porter, had built this radio, got in contact with a different group. He kind of fell in love with her because she was a woman. He kind of liked talking to her. He and some of our group go out to try to find her to see if it's a group they want to be a part of, work together with. And this is where they're getting more into the comic book. That group goes out away from the Whisperer War while it's going on. They don't see anybody where they're supposed to meet. And how season six or season ten, sorry, ends is Negan helps with the Whisperer War. They Alpha is dead. They kill Beta. They've killed parts of their group. They take all this herd of walkers and get them to go off a cliff. So now they don't have to worry about the walkers and the zombies. Then it ends where are that other group that's looking for the person from the radio. They go where their meeting point's supposed to be. There's no one there. It ends with this group coming out in these white and red striped body armor with guns pointed at our group, telling them to get down with their hands up, and that's how it ends. It's taking that from the comic book, and the comic book, after the Whisperer War, it's kind of the same thing where they hear somebody's voice. The group goes out to see who this is. They come across this other group called the Commonwealth, who has, I cannot remember if it was ten or 50,000 people, and it's a society that's literally almost like the one that we lived in, and that's kind of where that ended. And it's the same armor, so we assume and know that's the Commonwealth. Now they're going to introduce that into the story. So with COVID, they're going to add six extra episodes in the story. So these six extra episodes are going to tie into what's going on. Um, so there's my gist of 1 through 10. There's 98% more that's happened. And I'm going to probably repeat myself or remember some of it and say in this preview... So, like I said, season 10 C's are supposed to be coming out February 28th. So it's always Sunday nights at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. 
So we end with part of our group getting surrounded by guys with guns and armor. Um, there's a character named Maggie. She is a main character since season two. She has been through a lot. She ends up marrying one of our main characters named Glenn in the apocalypse. Um, and the beginning, the first episode of season seven, where they introduce Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he kills one of our characters, Abraham, kills him. Uh, he um, threatens somebody else. Glenn is there on his knees and Maggie's there. Um, he kind of threatens Maggie. Um, he gets up and Negan says, nobody do that again. When Negan kills Abraham, um, Daryl, character played by Norman Reedus, jumps up, punches Negan in the face. Negan said, I told you guys to not do that. Now you have to pay again. When it looks like he's going to kill Norman Reedus, who's one of the fan favorites. Everybody will riot if he ever gets killed. He turns and kills Glenn, who is Maggie's husband. And that's kind of that's kind of where how we know Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Negan. And it was this horrific scene. It's the most on television, the most revealing, like most bloody, most dark thing. You actually see the brains. And you actually see the eyeball pop out. Like they showed a lot. They they flirted with that line of what could be on TV and what's not on TV. Uh, in season nine, when he's in the Negan's in the cell. Maggie is having a hard time knowing that he is alive. Rick made that decision. Nobody else did. Negan or Maggie actually goes to Negan's cell to kill him. Negan is not himself. He wants to die. He doesn't want to live in a cell. He doesn't want to live that way. He talks about how his wife died before the apocalypse due to cancer. And he wants to go be with his wife. Lucille, who actually named his bat. The bat's name is Lucille. Um, he doesn't want anybody to touch that bat. He, you know, that's his wife with him, basically. And I'll get to that in a second. Maggie goes to kill him, says, you know what? You're just as good as dead. This is really, this really is punishing you. So she doesn't kill him. In between that six-year time, Maggie leaves. She was pregnant, gives birth to a son. Her husband is, you know, gone. She leaves because she meets this person named Georgie who is trying to help build the world up. She goes with her. Now, the reason why Maggie's character left is because she got her own other TV show on CBS. And ended up getting canceled, I think, after the first season. So since she wasn't killed off The Walking Dead, she was able to come back. So they reapprised her role as Maggie. That was another way season 10B ended was Maggie. Um, she writes with one of our other characters, you know, gets these letters realizes she needs to go back and help, so she comes back. So she reapprises her role. Uh, going into that now, we've gotten... They filmed the six episodes. They will be out February 28th. They are filming season 11 right now, hopefully, so we can come out in, in October. So there's my quick recap. Now we're going to go to season 10C. So, season, so I'm going to read you what they wrote. About what this is, I'm reading word for word for comicbook.com. Um, last on The Walking Dead, we witnessed the fall of Alpha, played by Samantha Morton, and the end of the Whisperer War. The kingdom, which was another community with Alexandria and the Hilltop, um, it had fallen. The Hilltop was virtually destroyed by the Whisperers during the war from fire. Um, Alexandria abandoned to prepare for the final battle. Uh, the 
Our survivors were trapped and separated from one another. Yet, when faced with almost certain death, they rallied together to fight, killing Beta, played by Ryan Hertz, and eliminating the threat to the Horde, which is all the Whisperer, or the, the Walkers. Uh, in this new season, in these six new episodes, we will find our, survivor, our survivors trying to pick themselves up from their bootstraps following the destruction from the Whisperers had left in their wake. The years of struggling weigh upon them as past traumas surface, exposing their more vulnerable sides. As they question the state of humanity and the state of their collective community and the states of their minds, will they find the inner strength to preserve with their lives, friendship, and group intact? Now, that doesn't give us a lot. Um, we've gotten different um, clips. Um, you know, they're filming during COVID, so they showed a lot of the table reads or virtual reads. Um We've gotten a trailer. We've gotten different things. They've shown the first opening minute and a half of the episode. Now, I just said, you know, Maggie's husband was killed by Negan. Maggie left for a long time, has come back to help with the Whisper War. So Negan's been out. Before he was let out by a, um, one of our characters, Carol, because Carol's son was killed by Alpha. There's a there's a scene at the in the in season nine, uh, that came from the comic book, um, the Whisperers came into the community. They took off their masks and they looked like normal people. Nobody knew. They took a lot of the people, killed them, chopped their heads off, and put them on spikes. And the, and Alpha warned them, like, "Hey, here's the border. You don't cross this border, and we don't cross it into your land. You don't cross it into our land." And in the in the TV show, her adopted son um, was killed, and his head was put on a spike. So she, in season ten, has kind of lost it. She lets Negan out, and says, "I want you to go kill Alpha, however you need to do it." So she let him out. He went to go become. He basically became a whisperer. He got his own mask. He had to be with them. He had to learn their ways. And I think he was only with them for maybe three to five days tops. It took a while because Alpha was never alone. He had to gain her trust. He actually became almost better than Beta. He was like number three. Uh, and where people are going to look at him a little different was he was around when they destroyed the hilltop. But he had no way to stop it. He didn't even do anything to really hurt them. He tried to get them to go do go somewhere else. Um Nobody knew who let Negan out besides Carol. You find out when he brings Carol Alpha's head. Um, but then, so people kind of don't trust him. But then as it's gone on, he saved Daryl's life. You see Daryl walking by him without any handcuffs. So he's on this big redemption. He wants to be part of the community. He said it. he wants to do what he can to help. He doesn't want to be this tyrant, this person that kills people anymore. Um, he's still him. You got to watch the show. Jeffrey Dean Morgan does a great job. He still has his cocky side. Some of his comments are just like, oh, did he really say that? Like, you have to go watch it. Um, so Maggie has not seen the person that killed her husband, Negan, in six years. Um, she she probably doesn't think about it. Um, so the first opening minutes shows Maggie killing a walker, walking him by Judith, who is Rick's daughter who was born in season three they're talking um about rick started to really date michonne who was a character since season three as well um 
they started to become a thing in season six. Uh, when Rick was gone, Michonne basically became Judas' mother. And in season 10, there she ends up finding proof that Rick is alive. She goes off to try to find him. We assume she will be in the Rick Grimes movies to find. So her and Maggie are talking about that, basically. You see the rest of our group loading up a wagon. And Maggie stand there saying, good, let's go. The wagon moves. There's Negan standing there. Maggie and Negan are staring at each other. And then Negan basically just says, hi, Maggie. Maggie walks by looking at him and just gives him the stare of like, I want to kill you. I can't believe you're out. And Negan basically says, shit. And that's how it ends. That's the opening minutes of our next episode. We've seen clips. That's something that's going to have to be the future of that we're going to see. We're going to see Maggie confront Negan. Negan killed her husband that she met in this apocalypse, which is crazy. Her child doesn't have a father because he's killed. And now Negan's out of his cell and is free to roam. So it's going to be interesting to see how the group handles that because some of them, they haven't really like quote unquote accepted Negan, but he walked around them with nobody to, no, no gun to his head, nothing. He helped our community. He's helped save Daryl. He saved Judith. He saved another character named Aaron. Like he's done these things. He's fought with them. He wants to be a part of it. So we're going to see that. Then they show him clips of the, the this group that I, we're going to say is the Commonwealth with the armor with our other group pointing guns at them, putting them in this, you know, basically traps them. We get this season seven vibe of Negan having them on their knees. And we get that thing. They're on their knees again with this group with their guns. So our group has to go find them. I assume this is what's going to happen. And then in the, in the comic book, um, it's some, Negan's story is very similar. He goes, kills Alpha, brings the head to Rick. Because um, Rick is still in the comic book. Um, he helps fight the Whisperer War with them. And then at the end, they say, you know what, Negan? You, you're not going to live in the jail cell, but you're not living here. So they banish Negan. He has to go live on his own. Maggie confronts Negan with the same kind of story. He wants, She wants to kill him. He wants to die. She says, you know what? You're just as good as dead. I'm going to leave you here. And then that's pretty much the last we see of Negan for a long time. Robert Kirby wrote, writes its own comic called Here's Negan, where we get the whole backstory of like Negan before the apocalypse, Negan now. Um, and we're going to get that episode in season 10C. There is a, they've shown clips of it. Jeffrey D. Morgan's actual wife, Hillary Burton, is going to play his wife, Lucille. It's going to be an episode of Here's Negan. We're going to get this backstory of how Negan is the way he is. The clips we've seen, it shows Negan. It looks like kind of from the comic book. He's in a cabin. He's sitting in front of a fire. Bangs on the door with his bounty. He says, little pig, little pig, let me in. And it shows... You know, the tip, our now present version of Negan staring, and then you hear, little pig, little pig, and he turns his head, and he's having an hallucination of his former self in the leather jacket, the bat, and he's like, let me in. So I assume it's basically Negan gets banished. Negan can't live in the community, but he can live outside of it. He gets permission that or he finally gets his own place i don't know i don't want to see them get rid of him because jeffrey dean morgan is such a great actor brings so much to the show people think that 
Um, his character kind of ruined The Walking Dead because the ratings went down when he showed up. But it's really the storyline that really hurt it, I think. Um, so I hope they don't get rid of him during this time. I think he brings a lot to the show um, as an actor. And so I hope they don't get rid of him. So basically, I think that we're going we're gonna to get the Here's Negan. Then we've seen clips of his wife, Lucille, alive. Them getting through the apocalypse. So we're going to see how that's become about. We're going to see how he became him with the bat. How he became the leader of the saviors. And lead into that. And at the end of season 8. When they finally capture Negan basically. We have not seen his bat Lucille. They don't show where they put it. In the comic book. There's a character named Dwight. Who, who worked for Negan. And then became a good guy. Who moved on to fear the walking dead in the in the show. Uh, he keeps the bat, but you don't see it till the Whisperer War. Like, we have not seen the bat since Season 8. We assume somebody has it in our group. Maybe he gets it back, and that's what brings these thoughts on. Maybe he goes out and finds it. I have no idea. No idea. In the comic book, he gets the bat back during the Whisperer War. It gets broken. When he goes out on his own, he gets another bat, tries to make it. Realizes how stupid it is, gets rid of it. It was like closure of like, okay, my wife is dead. I don't need this bat. I think there's just other storylines. The comic book is done. So we're going to see this whole new thing open up of this different storyline that's not going to be from the comic book, which is going to be fantastic. Uh, so we're very lucky to get these six extra episodes for season 10. Then season 11 is supposed to be over 20 episodes, which is fantastic. Um, so the future of these episodes from what the clips I've seen... Um, they're going to have, and the, and the synopsis of it, we're, we're going to see them battle each other because Hilltop was completely left on fire, destroyed. Um, Alexandria was beaten a little bit. The kingdom is no longer a community. They have another community called the Oceanside. That might be another thing, but they're going to have to try to rebuild Hilltop. Because it looks like it's literally going to pick up where it left off. Six episodes. We're very lucky to get them to try to get back to a normal schedule from COVID. So I see struggles between the group i see some people accepting negan and say he needs to be a part of the group he's earned it and it's gonna be a battle between some of the people that were there with negan and and battling and killing people from the past how they're gonna handle that when the group doesn't come back and they try to go find him how they're gonna deal with this commonwealth if it's what it is if you guys listen to the whole thing thank you these will be way better this was just a little snippet um Try to record these probably after each Walking Dead episode. I'll do another one when we get to Fear the Walking Dead and the Walking Dead World Beyond. Um, these worlds have collided. There are um, characters from the Walking Dead that have gone over to Fear the Walking Dead. They're not in the same timeline. So I hope to see a lot of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I hope they don't get rid of him. We're going to see his backstory. We're going to see why we're having the backstory. What caused him to think of his other life. They handled the recovery from the Whisperer War. It was horrific. Um, so, yeah. Um, thanks for listening. This is the new segment, All, All Things Dead. Um, it'll, be, it'll be almost... Uh, probably maybe release the episode Monday or Tuesdays. It's going to be weird. I'm going to record them. They might come out Sunday nights. I'm not sure. I try to record them right after the episode so it's fresh in my mind and, we can, and I can discuss this. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 